Hello and welcome to the Brilliantly Beved podcast where we get drunk and talk about music. So, I have the wonderful James back with me this week. Hello, hello. So Happy to be back. What's new with you this week, James? I don't know, you've been here. It's true, actually. <laughs> There's nothing new, you've been here the whole week. Oh yeah, I, they've not though. They've mm. not been here. What have we done? Made pizzas yesterday. Robin had... Watched started we started watching Lord of the Rings the first one for the first time. She's enjoying it. Yeah, we've got an hour left. I'm enjoying it. Just, it's just before the battle rock. Really long. Nah, it's like, not. No, you, you, you wait till you we said watch to the me. I was like, oh yeah, it'd just be like an hour, hour and a half. It'd just be like an hour and a half, isn't it? And he goes, oh no, it's two hours. It's not two hours at all. It's two minutes and fifty-two seconds, I think. No, t- two minutes. The other way around. Two hours, hours 52. Okay. Anyway. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about addiction in the music industry, mm. as was referred to in the last episode. So, so this is a pretty deep subject. It is. And it's also very apt because we are drinking vodka and orange this week again. Yeah, it's becoming a bit brilliantly bevved favourite. So if you're tuning in, <laughs> be drinking your... Orange juice and vodka. Nice bit of vitamin C. Cheers. Bit of vitamin C. Cheers. Oh, that doesn't clink as nicely. Clink the top bits. That was a bit shit shit. too. Anyway, addiction in (laughs) music. It's everywhere. Addiction's everywhere. Something I've learned. There's too much to talk about, really. Yeah. I mean, musicians smoke cigarettes. Drink coffee. So, and they drink a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Most of them. And then probably ninety eight percent of them. <coughs> There's obviously a lot of them. And that's just the legal stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of them also do non legal things too. Oh, drugs. Oh, drugs. Well, it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll, wasn't it? Exactly. That's the phrase. In the sixties, and not just drugs, but also sex. Oh, sex is also an addiction. Mm-hmm. Which was very prevalent during the 60s and 70s rock and roll stages. Yeah, because it was all about peace and love and stuff, wasn't it? Mm, fucking a lot. Fuck yeah. There been lots of sexy times. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Borat. <laughs> Thank you, Sasha Baron Cohen. But yeah, so obviously each genre mm. has its own specific sort of... Not drug, but like addiction, if you get what I mean. Yeah, they can do. Like you, I always, well, we were talking earlier about this before we started the podcast, how like there's some, you know, some things like for me, sometimes I resonate D and B, you know, drum and bass and EDM kind of music, electronic dance music with like pills and ecstasy, like uppers. And then you got your like Pink Floyd people. It's more like psychedelics and such, um, like mushrooms and acid. Yeah. Um, then some musicians aren't really addicted. They just use it as a tool of writing. Yeah, because you were telling me about um, Sting in the yeah. psychedelics um, psychedelics documentary. That yeah, he one of the things he would usually do was just put a mission in his mind of what he wanted to um, create beforehand, mm-hmm. or that if it was for creation, he would have that in his mind before taking psychedelics like acid and mushrooms. That's so interesting, though, because obviously we, like, demonise, like, drugs and stuff. 
like mm. the parents, you know, don't do drugs, kids, that sort of thing. Mm. And I suppose, like, in a way, everything is fine in moderation. Well, yeah, exactly. As long as you're not. And I like how it was usually parents would say that to kids that were pretty much having a drink at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. Because um, I always say, as long as you're not hurting anyone, it's or yourself. fine. Or yourself, it's fine. Because, I suppose... Alcohol's pretty bad. Might do a little section now about how bad alcohol is. So As good. we're drinking alcohol. As we're drinking. <laughs> alcohol is the one drug, pretty sure it's the only drug in the entire world that in its purest form will kill you. Mm. Ethanol, I'll kill you straight. Speaking if you get pure cocaine, that's a great time. Not that I know. Ethanol. Um, there was an episode of Waterley Road. Did you ever watch Waterley Road? No. <gasps> get out. It no, was bloody brilliant. You piss off. It <laughs> was, no, don't. Waterley Road was genuinely like... So if you don't know what Waterley Road is, it's literally like a TV show surrounded by a school. Um, and it's like all the shit that they get up to, basically. Um, mm. And there was an episode where they made alcopops out of ethanol. Jesus. Like some of the students... And then wondered why everybody was like pissed out their brains for one, and then also getting very ill. Yep. I'll do it to you. Yeah. Alcohol poisoning. Anyway, addiction in the industry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's cocaine too. Okay. Cocaine's a weird one though, I always find. Yeah. Because it's, as I've always said, it's a bit like the, I call it the, oh no. Yeah, it's like it's like um the rich man's coffee. You know, it's the suits. It's very mm. it's a very like pristine looking drug for its horrible background of mm-hmm. working its way through Colombia through backpacks sneaking into America. Yeah, cuz it's this whole thing of like well drug mules, isn't it? And how people sneak it in. Yeah, there's so many weird horrible ways and it's a very dangerous way. Did you ever, um, speaking of like drug mules and stuff, did you ever see that Talk to Frank advert with Pablo, the drug mule dog? No. <sighs> it was done by, I think, it was, I, th- I can't remember who voiced him, but I think it was David Mitchell. He's like, Pablo, I'm, I'm a drug dog. <laughs> Reminds me of the um, Paradise PD, where they got a, their, their, it's all about police department, and their dog, the dog of the police t- department, um, is a drug addict. Who sniffs out drugs? That reminds me of. Do you remember the? Have you you seen Complying with Me? Haven't you? Not really. <gasps> There's this episode, and it's like this. Um, it's like this dog, this guy, and he um, goes around like the airport, and he's there, like he sniffs out drugs, and he gives the dog a bit of the drugs for an award. Reward. <laughs> and yeah, apparently the dog's septum got so deviated that he couldn't do it anymore, so he had to go to <laughs> the farm. Jesus, the farm. <laughs> That's where they kill them. <laughs> anyway. There's no children listening to this. No, it's going to have a little for E for explicit on it. I was about to say for all of the children listening to it, but there's no children listening to this. No, there's no such thing. There's no f- such farm. They all go to die. And I've done... The for, the, for the reason why we wanted to do this episode, especially as we talked about last time, is I've suffered a lot with addiction. Mm. I um, have an addictive personality, which is never good. It's not fun to live. It's alright to live life if you, I don't know, 
born in the wilderness and you're you know you just do things you know you kind of don't think about it but when you're growing up in a society where everything's instant and you can get everything instantly and there are pretty good drugs that are legal and quick to buy or if you live in a city where you can get the illegal good ones like by yeah pretty instant you just send a text and then they arrive it arrive within like 30 minutes a lot of the addictions within the music industry are with like just normal day-to-day things like people can have addictions like social media um and how they look on certain Mm-hmm. Profiles and stuff, yeah. and um, was it Ed Sheeran who had an addiction to his phone? Ed Sheeran, kind of. Um, he kind of had an addiction to his phone, um, but I think he just had the same addiction that we all have to our phones and social media. Mm. So he got rid of his phone, and he now only has an email address. Wow, that's all he has. He doesn't care anymore because people, the people who need to contact him, you know, for stuff, just email him. And when it's his actual, you know, close friends and family, they'll know how to get a hold of him. Hmm. I don't know if he's got like a little burner phone or something like that. Um, but, um, yeah, there are a lot of people in the industry who have everyday addictions, but so do we. You know, that's actually very true. So does the average human being. We To live through society, you kind of need to be an addict. But, like, at the same time, we're all addicted to things. Even healthy people, they're addicted to being healthy, working yeah. out, going for a jog. The runner's high, it's great. <laughs> Better, better than a coffee. But there's so many um, <coughs> day-to-day addictions that people could potentially not see as... Addictions. Addictions. Yeah. Like, you know, an addiction to coffee, an addiction to... Sugar. Sugar. Sugar is three times more addictive than cocaine. I agree. Oh, pretty much just everyone's an addict. Pretty much. I, I think, think that's the conclusion we got to. Because obviously it's such a stressful environment as well. Yeah. Creativity with a deadline. So to conclude our episode, probably part one, part two may come after this is no longer an assignment for Robin Laura, but when yep. it is more of a fun thing to do. We might do a part two episode about addiction. It's gonna be more mm. in depth, more researched and Maybe a bit more uplifting, a bit more jokes in there. Yeah. No, no, to keep this subject light because it's a heavy subject. Okay, bye everyone. Bye. Bye.